welcome, welcome back to Bright Black with Tiro, where we shed light and grow. Our discussion in this episode is dedicated to new and curious fortune tellers. Click on the links below for related journals, helpful videos, and articles. As always, you turn the wheel of fortune in your own life, so you're going to let your own intuition be the foremost leading guide. Let's begin. So we're back at our discussion with an introduction to symbols and we've moved on to doors and gates. Here is where I initially just want you to think about what a door or a gate represents to you. Remember, we're not trying to get into anything too heavy, but to just kind of awaken your intuition so that when you see images or hear about images, it invokes something within you. So before we even get started, what is a door to you? What is a gate to you? Does these two things represent something different? It could very well be. I know for many, one thing is something completely different from another. And so, you know, when you get these imagery or when you hear about these things, you're going to be feeling something different. But, however, there is some underlying similar currents. And in that is the feeling of being welcomed in, and the feeling of being held out. So the gates and doors in and of themselves will either say to you, yes, come on in, or no, you may not come in. And there it is. So they are what stands between the here and there. It is between what is known and what is not known, between what is experienced and what is not. It is between the as one would put it, one world and another, right? Whether it be that inner world and that outer world, whether it be between the sleep and the awakened stage, some even say the conscious and the transcendent, right? That between being that this conscious self and maybe the super conscious or that meditative state. Doors can often be what is felt between life and death. And so in ancient Egypt, tombs were the door to kind of transition. It is that what is between the in and out of the soul, being able to go in and out of the soul. In the Bible, death was considered to be the door to Sheol, the underworld. And so there is in and of itself today, we see doors everywhere, different from perhaps how they were viewed in the past. Now we just see it everywhere. So we could take it for granted what is symbolized by doors and gates. But in and of themselves, they can be just seen as entrances and exits, right? And today, we kind of see it as being used to kind of protect and secure something, right? This is why we have a door to our home, right? Because we, the things within our home, that are the things that we want to protect and secure, okay? And then we have the gate, which goes around the home. So even the home itself that has the door, has a barrier to it to kind of keep others out. So we're keeping what we feel is precious within and we're keeping, you know, others from having access to that. We're pushing them out, right? So the gate acts as that between the here and there stage. In ancient times, in the Bible, it was said that God is the one to kind of close the door 
of the ark so that the souls within it would be protected from the destructive flood that was brought upon a wicked world. Even Janus, which is that two-faced two-faced God from which we get the word January, right? January is taken from Janus, which is named after the God who was said to protect the entrance and the exit of Roman cities. So the God, you know, when, when we enter the new year, we're kind of, it acts as that barrier between, or the transition between the here and there, the old year and the new year. And for many of you, you know the song Old Dan Zine, right? Um, May old acquaintance be forgot, but never left behind, that song. So there it is a, the Janus is looking behind and looking forward. It is that exit of the new year and the entrance to the new year. Okay, and so also doors have this feeling of having a lot of symbolism attached to it. Many doors actually have symbols over it for good luck and to keep out harm. So you'll have a, a horseshoe on the door. You'll have mistletoe on the door. You'll have a mezuzah for those who are Jewish or of the Judaic system. They'll have that on the door. Also, there are some rituals that we have today that we don't even think about sometimes. I grew up with taking your shoes off at the door, right? Because there's this saying, do not bring what is outside inside. And so we remove our shoes at the door. There's also the ritual of carrying the bride over the door. And when you do that, you want to come off on the right foot, start with your right foot so that the marriage starts off in a good way. There's this feeling of not kissing ones, not kissing ones between the doorway, um, not cradling your loved ones in the doorway, not hugging or holding babies there, not to rock a baby there. So there's all the symbolism, you know, there um, for the doorways. But in and of itself, at the root is transition. So in a word, doors and gates are transition. Because you simply can't get from here to there without passing through it. You can't get to what is the known, what is, you know, you can't go from what is unknown to what is known without going through this passageway. And so the transition is the doorway, is the gate. So whether it be a door or a gate, they represent the same thing. It is a transition. It moves you from where you are to the next experience, from having the, this current experience to having the next, from this current cycle to the next cycle, right? So all in all, the doors are going to be transition. When you see an entrance or when you see an exit, it represents the same thing. It's just what is on the other side of that passageway. What is on the other side of this transition, right? So the entrance and the exit can be the same thing, all right? That is why death can be considered a doorway. Some say it's an ending. To others, though, it is a new beginning, and so if you were dealing with tarot or oracle cards or another sort of divinatory system, when you see a gate or when you see a door, what's, what is at the root of that is a transition. What you're transitioning to is what you're going to be taking a look at the other images or leaning on your intuition to decipher is what are you transitioning into? Where are you currently 
And where are you moving into? What are you in between? The door represents that in between stage of here and there. And so you're going to be looking at what is and what is not. What currently is the, you know, what is the conscious stage and what is moving you into the next stage or cycle that you're in, whether it be a transcendent stage. Even when we are awakening in the morning, right? That when we're coming in or just waking up from sleep and we just came from that dream world, sometimes you feel that fogginess or you feel that passageway, going through that passageway. You're not yet clear into this awakened stage yet because you were passing through that door from being asleep, from being in the dream state, meditative state, to being in the conscious awakened state, right? You know what I'm talking about. So therein, that is our uh, discussion on the doors and gates. I hope that this was helpful to you. Now, now I want you to do what I want you to do is I want you to just take a look around and look at gates and see, you know, is it really a barrier or is it an entrance? Is the entrance and exit the same thing to you? Do you get the feeling of a transition? What is being protected? Who is being barred access? Um, you know, and think about all those things. Think about what rituals are attached to that, what it's trying to symbolize, why it's symbolizing those two things. Why is the entrance and exit being blessed in some fashion? All of those things are going to be different based on your experience and your intuition, but at its root is the transition. And so I'm so glad that you were able to join me. We are going to move on to some more interesting things to talk about in our introduction to symbols. So stay tuned for the next episode. Take care. Thank you for joining me here at Bright Blackwood Tarot, where we shed light and grow. Now be sure to click on those links below. There are journals, tips, and tools for the new and curious. Now, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you know what to do. You're going to leave a comment below, or you're going to email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com, or you're going to go to brightblackwood.com, and you'll either book a reading there. There's also, uh, just for fortune tellers, you can do a reading for yourself. And if you want a second eye, there is a link to something called a fortune teller's consultation. And so you can book a session there. There are also blogs and videos like how-to videos for those who are new. And uh, yeah, until next time, take care.